0: Welcome to the Free Oakley Podcast. This is your host, Billy Johnson. All right. It is Friday night, June 10th. We are back for the trilogy. JY joins us to discuss the third leg of the Triple Crown, the Belmont Stakes, which is going off tomorrow. Big Cat, welcome back. We're, we're a little bit late on this one. Uh, we've gotten to the, the Derby and the and the Preakness shows earlier in the week. This is Friday night. We're scrambling a bit here. Uh, Mike Francesa already dropped his pet, uh his podcast earlier today, so we're behind the eight ball a little bit here. Big Cat, how you doing,
1: Bill? To be completely honest, I was sweating this one out. I've been 0 for two with the belt with the uh, the Derby and the Preakness. I, I thought I thought you found the new uh, handicapper. I thought I was I thought I was kicked to the curb, man.
0: Man, uh, you are the horse guy, the horse the horse whisperer, you know. They don't do it like we do at Free Oakley. It's only quality, quality podcasts, quality reputable guests, and phila- and philanthropy. Wow, Bill! Philanthropy, which is a good which is a good reminder. This is, um, like we said, this is the Belmont. We're back. Um, a- as part of this show, we're gonna do our, our Joe's gonna run through the horses. We'll talk a little betting strategy. We're gonna do our pick 'em again. Uh, we've got a blind pick 'em for the Belmont here. There's eight horses. So we've got uh, a lot of the same, same crew from last week. And everyone's going to throw in. Winner's going to get some pri- – uh, top three will get some prizes. And then we're peeling off a bit for, for Keen, the nonprofit. So it's two weeks in a row giving back to the nonprofit, which is good. Um, now now back to, to Belmont. Uh, this is – you know some of the old familiar faces resurface here that we saw and we spoke about in the Kentucky Derby show, right? This is the return of Rich Strike. Who won the Kentucky Derby? This is the return of of Mo Donigal. This is the return of Barber Road. So this is some of the guys that we spent a lot of time on in the uh, in the in the Derby Show.
1: Yeah, we got three out of eight covered. Wild Bill, uh, and, and not to mention we talked a little bit about Creative Minister before the Preakness. So um, we got we have basically half the field, including Skippy Longstocking, who was a dog in the Preakness. He he was fifth. So unless you had a super high five, he did not hit the board. So um, um, we got, the big, the big story is can Rich Strike do it again? Um, you know, that horse was an 80 to one in the Kentucky Derby. People who hit with Rich Strike in the Kentucky Derby, I, I fully expect them to go an all in. I'm not, I'm not so sold on Rich Strike. I felt like he got like the perfect ride of perfect rides in the Derby. And I, I also felt like Mo Donegal and, and Barbara Rowe part of the reason we're seeing them in the Belmont is they, they got kind of like terrible rides in the Derby. Um, and you'll notice Joel Rosario is now on Barber road. Ray Lou Gutierrez, SUNY Cortland grad, unfortunately gone. But the big, the big like horse racing question is, are you on rich strike or not?
0: Right. What are the, um, is he's not even the favorite, right? No, the, uh, the right now, the, the big favorite is we, the
1: people that's a two to one horse in the one spot. Um, it's 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 like a sire of constitution. He he destroyed the Peter Pan. He won by ten furlongs. Okay, so like he you know the, the jockey could have gotten off We the People and like you know gotten himself a beverage before the next horse came in. Ten furlongs is a huge stretch, but there's gonna be nothing there's gonna be no value in that horse. In the horse racing game, it's called an underlay. Underlay means that Um, your the perceived value your perceived value of the horse um, the betting odds are like way lower so um, like you think the horse would have a a pretty good chance of winning but it's not like a guarantee and then you see a number like two to one six to five you know just awful numbers to to really wager on so um, we the people I'm staying away from
0: well, does that make this does Rich that make strike. this does that make this race tough to to bet on here if you've got a, a a super heavy favorite like that, or does this make the payouts lower? Is that what we're saying?
1: It's an eight horse field, so that's going to impact the um, payouts. There's a little bit. There's always a little bit less of a handle on a non a non Triple Crown Belmont. It can be a lucrative race, um, and I and I do think. That if if you're if you're able to, if you're able to really do if, if if the number's right for creative minister, I think with Modanoil there is there is money to be made, but the big question is like do you, do you or do you not bet on Rich Strike to win, like do you believe in this Rich Strike story,
0: right? Like because because it is rich. I mean the Rich Strike Derby run is really like an all time run, right? I mean he was yeah
1: insane underdog last minute addition to the field. Nobody saw it coming. Hence the 80 to one. So now it's like, all right. So like if, if like we talked a little bit about during the Preakness thing, if everybody's kind of like backtracking the way they analyze this horse, you know, they are seeing value in it because it's at five to two. It's, a, it's a basically a two and a half to one horse, but um, I'm going to apply a metaphor right now, Bill. Let's hear it. If I was not invited to the wedding, I don't want to go to the funeral.
0: Yeah. Okay. I see that. Um, you don't want to go to the funeral because like, you know, you're not going to go to the funeral. I'm not going to the funeral. Would you go to the wake? If there, now there's a, there's a two day wake seven to nine and then like a two to four. If You go to the wake or you're out, you're out altogether.
1: Wow, Bill, I, I wasn't expected to uh, be hit with such a hard-hitting follow-up question. <laughs> and um, the type of question, I, you know, the, the feedback I've been getting from this podcast is like, wow, Joe, this person you do it with is so professional. This is, this is exactly what they're talking about, questions like this. Uh, Bill, I'm going to say I attend the wake. If, if a close friend chooses not to invite me to their wedding and either he or their spouse dies, uh, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm, I wasn't invited to the wedding, I'm not going to the funeral. But uh, I think I think yes, I do attend the wake. You're think, you stop, know, particularly if it's like convenient for my uh yeah, yeah, my yeah. two and from you know back to work.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you mean you stop? Maybe you do a stop by if it's on the way somewhere you're heading for the Throw weekend.
1: some J-Dom, pop in.
0: Right, do a lap around. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but let's, all right. let's go. all right, so I'm not even all right.
1: So to answer that question, so like the metaphor of like I'm not going to the wake uh, or the or the funeral because I didn't go to the, the wedding. All right. I'm not even putting. Um, I'm not even. I don't even think Rich Strike is going to hit the board. I think it's. I think it's going to come Ooh. in fourth place or lower. Okay. Flash. I think what they call flash in the pan.
0: Okay. And and I guess my I'm I'm a, and I'm a novice here, but he he made a huge late run in the Derby to come roaring back and jump ahead. That race is a mile and a quarter. Belmont's the longest of the triple crown races, right? It's a mile and a half. That's a marathon for some of these horses. Is, is that, is that why you think he doesn't make it? It's like, he doesn't have it for the mile and a half.
1: I don't think lightning strikes in the same place twice. So I, I and, and like, um, I, and I think that that horse, that horse's performance was unique to that track because that, that horse had boots on the ground a long time ago, a long time leading up to the Derby. That horse was training on that track and, and was familiar with that track. The whole point of the Triple Crown is, is three different, completely different surfaces, three different distances, three different environments. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he skipped the Belmont, and uh, and I'm glad that he did skip the Belmont. Uh, I'm sorry, he skipped the Preakness, and I'm glad that this horse did skip the Preakness because it is something to talk about. But I'm against Rich Strike. You know, there's going to be people who obviously like it because it's 5-2, to two, but I'm not I, – I don't think this horse – can do what it did again. I don't think the jockey can do what it did again.
0: Is this the race for your boy Donegal? You were high on Mo Donegal in the Derby. Is this the Modon? Is this Mo Saturday?
1: I don't want to call it Donegal Saturday. Might be Todd Pletcher Saturday. Okay. You know, like Pl- Pl- Pletcher has a couple different horses that might come in. Um, but I don't I don't think it's Modonegal Saturday. I don't I don't love Mo um and again bill like this is like um i i like mcdonald at three to one or higher i do not like mcdonald at five to two i don't like him anything below three to one okay you know so it's kind of like is 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 there a chance that this horse is going to win absolutely did it did i feel like it got bumped in the beginning of the of the derby didn't get its best run of course but I don't know. If it's not three to one or higher, that's, and I'm I don't, remember, I'm throwing pe- we the people down.
0: Yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like if we if we've said and and rich strike, you've thrown out rich strike. You've thrown yeah, out I the people.
1: Chalk, chalk can hit the road, bro. That's that's how we're doing it right now.
0: All right. Uh, okay. So uh, do you want to get into some bets you're thinking of, or do you want to do the pick up now? And then this will give us a chance to run through the horses, talk about talk about them a little bit, and then we can kind of build up to to what you're thinking from a betting standpoint
1: all right let's do that let's 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 run through our horses and then uh we'll talk about a a possible play for the um for the belmont all right so bill i want to answer a a question that's been asked of me from uh, multiple participants in our pool and that is there is there any shenanigans going on all right and the answer to that question is no there are no shenanigans going on
0: if if this syndicate hits again, we're gonna officially do a January six like free Oakley commission. There will be subpoenas. There will be investigations being handed out. Uh, we'll go that route. But I, I, you know, the frozen envelope has been has been suggested. The old David cern Ewing NBA draft fix was was thrown out there. Um, but all right, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. That was a Zoom pick em. We're going to go for, for round two here. And then if anything comes out of this a little weird, there'll be some actual, well, that, that'll be some fire. So well, let's, I'm going to say them. right now
1: that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be retaining Carmelita Velasquez as my lawyer, um, the lady that represented uh, Johnny Depp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And I, and I don't even, know, I'm gonna, for the record, I don't want we the people. If the syndicate gets we the people, I'm not even going to be happy. I don't even like the favorites in this race.
0: We the People, Dynamite, Tribe Called Quest Song off the last album from Tribe. So I will be happy with We the People if we if we get that. So if the Johnson team gets that one. So, all right, what do you got? You want to pick the horse and I'll pick the name like last time?
1: All right, so right now I'm going to pick the horse. All right, and yep. then you'll pick the name of the person. Yep. So the, the first horse that we're going to break down, oh, we got a Mo Donegal, the six.
0: Modi and oh, Aaron Brum, oh Brum. fellow friar, that's a good pick for Aaron. Um, so right, so this well, is this is a good coincidence. So I, when when I said Modi, made me think of Pauly D from Jersey Shore, also from Rhode Island, just like Aaron and that little fun fact big guy um jo- uh, joe you mentioned this in the <laughs> over text that paulie d the one and only is the entertainment for the belmont so we talked about all these big races have a lot of entertainment around it and real 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 acts the derby gave us janet jackson the belmont gives us paulie d
1: not only paulie d billy um but it's paulie d and his wheels of steel
0: <laughs> the wheels of steel um it's nice of Paulie D to come down. I think he'll like uh, Nassau County. He'll like Long Island, Rhode Island guy, not that far He's away.
1: Not He's not unfamiliar with Nassau County. Uh, it, it wasn't only like two summers ago that he was playing at Mulcahy's.
0: Oh, okay. He's probably staying with Wow from uh, Franklin Square.
1: He might be crashing in the guest room.
0: <laughs> who do you got? Number two.
1: All right. Let me pull it out. Okay. Who do we have? Who do we have? We the people. Number one, we the people. Tell
0: me who it is. That is uh, Team Johnson. Whoa! Yeah. All right. So Team Johnson, that is yours truly, Free Oakley host, and my old man down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, a.k.a. The Extractor. Uh, The two of us have We the People. Looks like I willed that with my comment about Tribe Call Quest. All right.
1: You got We the People, and Bill, it's not supposed to rain, but if it does rain, We the People is a horse that um, even at two to one is a horse to really take a look at, Um, even if you want to do, like, a wheel on top of the exact or a wheel on top of the trifecta. If it is raining, the one is, like, a proven horse in the ring. And, again, this horse dominated the Peter Pan, um, but I don't don't think it's going to win.
0: All right, this is at least justice for the team Johnson, who got a horse that is still, in fact, running from the pretest. It still has yet to finish, so hopefully, a uh, little bit, little bit better turnout from uh, We the People. All right, what do you got, horse three? This is 100.
1: percent is 100 due to the good karma the extractor gets from extracting us from dangerous situations when we need them.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right,
1: number three. All right. Oh, number f- oh, we got the five horse creative minister. All right.
0: All right. I'm picking the name.
1: All right. This, I love creative minister at 10 to one or higher.
0: All right. Creative minister will be allotted to Mr. Christopher Gilchrist Wagner, old friend of the free Oakley show. All right.
1: It's not a bad poll for um, Christopher Gilchrist Wagner Esquire. Um, this, his last race was the fastest. This, this horse is more or less on the rise. Um, the last couple of races, it's, it's 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 like speed number continues to improve, um, but uh, not a not a bad pull. However, uh, if he if he doesn't hit the board, we can expect some litigation.
0: Uh, yes, and he is the first call for the for the syndicate commission. If uh, if if you win this again, so a lot of expect a lot of Chris, no matter what.
1: We're gonna have to have a conversation about plausible deniability. All right, number. This is what the fourth, fifth horse or the fourth horse, Bill. Four, four, four. Number four. All right, uh, all right. So now I got the number three nest. All right. Uh, this is a uh, this is a horse that I, I I mean it lost in the Oaks, but Secret Oath was a monster in the Oaks. Uh, it's a female running among boys. Uh, the pedigree says it could go the distance. It's an eight to one. It's, it's a lady. What we th- who's got number three
0: the other jy the other other jy johnny young
1: cousin johnny all right that's, that's not a bad pull but uh i don't i don't know if she's gonna be able to hang with the field all right moving right along all right we got we got a bomber golden glider it's a 20 to 1 horse um uh this, this, is, this is not a good pull
0: got it hi this is what i've got here big cat this is this is the syndicate this is uh this is it this is the syndicate and and the and remind us who is in the syndicate
1: the syndicate consists of um the old man joseph young senior and uh the ay also known as amanda young
0: okay all right so this is a long shot for the syndicate but uh but this this is a slow this is a slow horse Um, (laughs) what a what a what what an endorsement for for this horse that this is a slow horse
1: (laughs) (laughs) what can i say um you know my only my only thing I can say, Bill, about get, pulling a horse like this in a in a blind pick is that I, I will not be included including this horse in any of my exotics and any of my picks. So if it does come in, it's, it's like a complete bonus, you know. Pure
0: gravy. Pure gravy or glue. Pure
1: gravy if it comes in. <laughs> um, but there's a strong chance that it will come in because the syndicate is is known for one thing and that's cash and tickets.
0: I that cannot argue with that fact. That is pure facts. As the, as the Millennials say, facts.
1: Facts. All right, moving right along. All right, here we go. Number four, Rich Strike. The Kentucky Derby champion. Had the trip of a lifetime. Let's see if the glass slipper Ooh. picked up by Prince Charming and slipped onto um, this person's foot. Who is it, Bill?
0: It's going to be a big slipper. Big big cousin Vinny, my cousin Vinny.
1: Ah, Vincent Medicino.
0: My cousin Vinny with, uh, with Rich Strike. Cousin Vinny. I wish you nothing but place
1: or show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving along. Who do we got next?
0: Yeah, two left. Two left.
1: All right. Barber Road. All right. Barber Road is right now at 10 to 1. We had a nice conversation about Barber Road because of its uh, tendency to hit the board. Had a Cortland grad on the Mount, but now a new york favorite joel rosario who got him bill
0: that is that is uh mr jamie dowling of speakeasy old mm-hmm. old friend of the show and uh i think jamie didn't jamie win the uh the preakness poll so jamie's in a decent yeah. spot the uh i did enjoy francesa's when he was reading off his horses was uh oh, this this horse Barber Barber road Barber road i don't like this horse that was my Francesa
1: um so I, I I think it's a stretch for Barbaro to hit to hit the board um it's a, it's a horse that outperformed what people said it would do it in the derby it came in it came in six so it like beat half the field in the derby and it's running again so it's like wh- you got to ask yourself like why is it running again um, I'm including Barbara, Barbara Road Road in my exotics. Um, and I just think it's perfect that I'm, I'm, I'm contradicting, uh, what Francesca said.
0: That he, that he is a giant mush. So in all walks of any of the things that he touches usually go the other way. So that's, um, that's a good point also. And I was impressed, right? What's that?
1: Particularly in horse racing.
0: Okay. And then the, um. That was the that was the Derby, right? I mean, Modonico and Barber Road were kind of neck and neck down the down the stretch there. I know they finished, I think fifth and sixth, but um, you know, in a smaller field, who knows?
1: They made a move at the end. All right, so we got one horse left. What what team is left?
0: That's uh, Richie Rogers, our old friend from Repeal in Garden City. R- who's Richie got?
1: He's got Skippy Longstocking. Ooh. This horse is such a disgrace of an animal. <laughs> that no one would even put its name on it. They named it after the fact that the, the legs of the horse are like, they look kind of like socks. Uh-huh. So they named, the, they named the horse based on its appearance, meaning that um, there's not a whole lot of confidence going into this horse. It ran fifth in the Preakness. Um, this is just too, it's, it's at too high of a level. Um, it'd be like, um, it's almost like a JV horse in a varsity race. Okay. You know, so, uh, that's a, that's a, for the double H, you know, it's not a, it's not a good pull.
0: Sorry, Hammer. Uh, better luck, better luck next time. Um, why are there only eight horses, by the way? Why did we start with 20 in the Derby and then come down to eight and eight?
1: So it's like frequency of training and races. Mm-hmm. So like, and, and also like if if, if, if trainers don't feel like their horses have a real good chance of winning, it, like being an also ran for the Preakness or the Belmont and hurting, hurting your chances of making money in like a Santa Anita or a Saratoga summer stakes with a mm-hmm. two year old, like just doesn't make sense. So. They're they're looking a little bit at like uh, the ability of the horse to win stakes races while it's at this age, and they're, they're they're strictly being strategic. So like once you lose the Triple Crown mystique, that disqualifies a whole lot of horses. Like Pletcher is known for for winning for winning horses that rested the Preakness, you know.
0: Um, is this bad? Is this bad for the sport? in terms of having like selective selectively holding out horses that can compete limited, like smaller fields. Is, is is this a non-issue? Am I, am I, is this, am I making stuff up here?
1: No, um, nothing, nothing. When you talk about like bad for the sport for horse racing, nothing as bad as like disqualifications. Okay. Like the fact that like last year there was disqualification for the Kentucky Derby, that was like a major roadblock for horse racing. Yeah um all disqualifications all like any any time it's like you don't clearly see outside of like a camera making a decision like first second and third and now a person is being like oh this person used the whip too many times or this person like blocked another horse and and like as soon as like someone's like oh that's kind of ambiguous because i saw the same action happen at this racetrack right and, and like that wasn't disqualified that's that was a major um the, the disqualification um during the derby last year was like the biggest like like harmful impact of horse racing, you know.
0: All right, so so who do we we, we went through all the horses, we we've we've talked about these guys in the past through the last couple of podcasts. What um what are you thinking come Saturday? What uh what's the uh OTB account gonna look like?
1: all right so here's like the, the gen move man um basically like what we talked about in our first podcast we talked about like watching numbers like paying attention to like the odds of the horse and making the decision at the last minute that's really what comes into play on a date on a play like this so i'm looking at mo Donigal, if i can get him at three to one or higher with creative minister at ten to one or higher if that happens I'm I'm probably doing like a a big exacta box with those two horses. Just just trying to cash in on the idea that I think they both have a strong chance at winning and that that I'm getting a little bit of underlay, right? Which would I'm getting a little bit of overlay, right? Opposite of underlay. Underlay is no value. Overlay is like, oh, I'm getting some value right now. Yeah. So I'm counting on Bill, people putting money on Rich Strike because it won the Derby, and people putting money on We the People. Um, because how popular you said that tribe called Quest Song was.
0: <laughs> yeah, I might have to make that the song for our uh, Instagram posting here. Um, yes,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so so that's Creative Minister and Modi, huh?
1: Yeah, you know I, I like them in an exact. Uh, I might I might throw I might throw one of the big long shots in. I might throw Golden. I think I pulled Golden Glider. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. So I might throw golden glider in there too. So if it, so if it does hit, it's just like a massive payday for the syndicate. But um, I mean, other than that, it doesn't, I mean, rich strike doesn't make sense to put in that. That's where I'd be at with the play. Okay. Mo Donegal, I like it three to one or higher creative minister. I like it 10 to one or higher. If you, if, that, if those two things happen, I like putting those two horses in a big exact box um, maybe throwing Barbara Rowe in the three spot, just because it's like I do believe that this horse can hit the board with Joel Rosario on it. So maybe like a uh, just just like to talk numbers to people, like a like a twenty dollar exacta box um, with the with the six and the five, and then doing like a trifecta with the six and the five and the one and the two spot. And then with Barbara Rowe in the three spot and doing like a $10 trifecta that way. So Got putting it. those two horses in the, in the, in the one and two spot will, will, you know, cost 20, it would be a $20 trifecta. All
0: right. Well, hopefully, like you said, we'll be cashing some tickets this weekend. That'd be nice to, to hit on these, um, you know, close on a, on a couple of the other, the prior races. So hopefully uh, luck changes, turns around on, for us. Um before before we go I, you know i wanted to shift shift focus a bit you know we this is the belmont which is you know home, home turf for us and you know this is we said in the, in the in, in the derby show is that belmont is one of the ones that we used to frequent back in the early mid 2000s we go every year uh, the things would get pretty pretty wild pretty hairy over there um, but um, you know I, we, I was you know we were telling some of the initial stories these, these are things that we'd go to mostly with our, our friends from Baldwin. So, you know, ever since that first show, some of the Baldwin guys have been reaching out, you know, listening to free Oakley. So I wanted to wax a little poetic about uh, good old Baldwin, you know, you know, my background, as you know, and most of listeners at home know, I was a, I was a long beach kid growing up and then moved over to Baldwin um, between eighth and ninth grade. Uh, my mom got remarried we moved over to Baldwin Harbor so I was kind of the new kid in town, started at Kellenberg. I was, I was the new guy coming from Baldwin. And first friend, obviously, was you. You, you, you welcomed me with, into Baldwin with open arms, introduced me to uh, Mike Fries that's out there listening, um, Jason Jaslow. So you guys got introduced me to Baldwin. And uh, for, for, those, for those at home, the, uh, what, what did growing up in Baldwin involve? That was a lot of basketball, Baldwin Park, I think a lot of time spent under the, the Baldwin Freeport bridge, you know, you know, drinking some forties, uh, silver Lake frequent hangout. So the, uh, this is what kids did back in the, uh, the mid nineties, back in, in, ba- in early nineties, back in Baldwin. But, you know, I mentioned, um, you know, F- Mike freeze and, uh, and Brian Stanley another Baldwin guy, we're friends with, uh, just, just, you know, talking to those guys recently around the same time when we used to go to Belmont, um, proper Real funny story, which uh, you remember the Bogarts Brawlers incident?
1: Bill, how could I forget the Bogarts Brawlers incident? Um, that, that was a wild night. Um, but I think for our, our audience listening at home, you got to give a little context geographically. So um, the bar you're describing, Bogarts, at one point was named Kerbetts. Right. It's located right next to Hofstra Stadium, where Hofstra plays all their home games home base if you will for Hofstra college
0: students that's right right across right. from the Nassau Coliseum right, right by Kellenberg where we went to high school
1: but most importantly um they weren't afraid of letting of letting some people that had some suspicious looking IDs into their establishment back in the day
0: yeah and I, and I had to it's funny is that like when I was like do you remember the Bogarts brawler story I'm, I'm like I almost need you to tell it because <laughs> yeah, this 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 story went south for me quickly I was uh, you know, a, 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 a young uh, a young me got knocked around in this in this in this story. Why don't you why don't you tell me your recollection of this and I'll give you what I can remember from from mine.
1: Okay. Um, I do remember <laughs> it was a uh, it was not a weekend night, it was a week night, right? We were, we were we were just looking to like chill somewhere, have a have more or less a low-key evening
0: where this is what Uh, like 98 98 99 97 Uh,
1: so if we graduated from high school in 1996 this was like like summertime or like i don't know if it was summertime but it was like college breakish time
0: yeah right
1: all of us back you know in 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 the hood making the decision to go out on a weeknight i do remember it was a weeknight because like where we went, Bogarts wasn't very crowded.
0: Yeah, we're responsible young adults.
1: So we went out for uh, for a couple of pitchers. I think there was like a deal, like five dollar pitchers or something of that nature. <laughs> um, we were sitting in a booth, and there was a uh, there was a group of people um, who took issue with with uh, one of one of the one of the members of our party's behavior at a prior incident.
0: Okay. Our right? crew, so and it's me, you, Freeze, and Stanley. I think is the foursome, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's so like you just mentioned that you were like more or less someone who moved to Baldwin eighth grade, going into ninth grade. Yeah, you got three real deal Baldwinites, and then you got you a transplant from Long Beach. <laughs> right, we're, we're we're in a booth, sipping on some pitchers. Um, these group, this group of people, larger number than us. You know, I think at least six, maybe eight of them.
0: I think it was like yeah, north. I think it was at least double. It was like eight, I think, seven or eight. Well, so we'll call it seven.
1: Taunting, they, they began taunting us, uh, telling us that they were hoping to have a physical confrontation with us. And um, the way we responded was, um, "Bring it!" You know, we're not afraid. <laughs> you know, we we'd, we'd already probably consumed a few pictures. And uh, I think I, you know, I remember. I remember we were we were like, all right. So, um, these guys over here, they, they, to me, like memory wise, it's a little foggy, but I remember them looking like the type of people that played hockey. Okay. And being a little bit like intimidated, like they had like longer hair,
0: a couple big dudes.
1: They were like a little rough around the edges looking and not, not to say, I think, um, I think one of, one of the members of our party might've been wearing some, uh, some woo wear. Mike Freeze might've been wearing his shirt said it's plan on it <laughs>
0: sounds about right
1: so we might have been a little rough around the edges looking as well bill
0: so we go outside so i remember this as we go out i think we were leaving we're like all right there's you know they
1: challenge us. we're like bring it on like we're, yeah. we're you want to talk all this trash over there in the bar we'll see you in the parking lot yeah we exited the establishment like all right there's six or eight of them let's let's make haste to the vehicle <laughs> and um give them, give them the finger as we're peeling out right that, that was the plan right? they had they they had other plans right so as we were leaving they confronted us we didn't wait for the next um we didn't wait for the obligatory like push yeah um i do remember that uh we immediately sprung into action
0: yeah and then and then by sprung into action let me break this down a little bit so our foursome is is you me freeze and, and brian so you're you're the biggest of our bunch freeze is not a small guy at all he's probably what like six two or six three uh brian stanley played uh football at stony brook the, the quarterback of the Sea Wolves is involved in this in this incident and then you got me not a tiny guy but you know smallest of this crew so you guys all get one-on-ones uh right on off- your, your
1: your nickname bill your nickname in your adult league was the worm
0: true yeah so yeah i mean i'm don't you don't, know.
1: don't don't, don't check, you know, come on we had a oh. formidable
0: we had a formidable squad for sure for sure all i'm saying is that just from from and this is more of a, a commentary on the on the the hockey crew was that uh, you know, they uh, the, the big guys so you you three all get one on ones. I get the stragglers of the of the of these of these guys. So I've got like a I've got like a one on three or a one on four. So doesn't uh, you guys all get one on ones. Uh, I get a one on three slash one on four. Uh, next thing you know, I'm staring up at the clouds. And then when I when I kind of gonna get my bearings and uh, and get back to my feet, you, you, the three of you guys are all high fiving, super pumped. Those guys are off running, and uh, and then we're all we're all quickly quickly in the car, and, and you guys are all hooting and hollering, high five, and I'm and I'm seeing I'm seeing stars.
1: Yeah, so Bill, you missed a big part of the uh, <laughs> event, actually. Clearly, so we, we, we left, we left the bar. We left, we left Bogarts and we're like, all right, let's, let's just like talk some trash and let's get in the bar. Let's peel out of here. There's so many of them and they look like they're ready to throw down. They look big. And then, um, when we went outside, they were like, no, you guys are not walking away from this. And then I tried being like, Hey, you know, like, there's no reason for us to have this physical altercation right now. And they were like, no, we're having it. And then with, with like, without missing the beat, um, we sprung into action. We started pummeling these guys, right? <laughs> I, I got one-on-one with one dude. I was taking care of business, throwing haymakers and connecting. Brian Stanley, B-Stan, AKA the Egg, he destroyed a dude. And I'm watching B-Stan just take care of business and then Freeze, he did a two-on-one. Okay. He got one guy in a headlock and started striking the other dude while that dude was in a headlock. So I was like, oh my God, we're doing work over here. Yeah. I ran after a dude and he ran away from me because I had already beat up his friend and he saw Brian Stanley and Freeze beating up two on one. Like we were like, holy shit, this is crazy. We're putting in work. And then you're right, Bill, we turned the corner as we were chasing these guys away from the fight and you we were laying there on the ground, <laughs> unconscious, like what the hell is going on. They 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 teed off on you, right? On the other side of the car, but like to your credit you were able to jump back up we got back in the car because we were like oh man we, we we beat these we beat these guys up we just had this fight we need to clear out a Hempstead yeah. right location of the uh the bars near Hofstra which is you know Hempstead Turnpike um, Hempstead New York and um these dudes were like standing like on the side and we were like yeah you just got it you herbs you know we bounced <laughs> and um I do remember, I do remember, um, you got the worst end of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a definition of taking one, taking one for the, for the crew right there. Um, I think I got one in, I got one in, I was, I, I was like, all right, I, I got to throw one before, before this goes down. So I got one in and then next thing you know, I was uh, being helped. And I was being helped into the back of, uh, I think this was, was his B stands? Was, is that his Fiero? <laughs> he had like a Fiero back then, back in the day. Something like that. I
1: do believe Beast, I, I do believe B. Stan was the wheelman in that operation. Yeah. And uh, Bill, Bill, you're like the Crispus addicts of that story.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. My history is I'm a little light on my history, so I'm not even that reference went right over my head.
1: Crispus addicts was like the first
0: dude shot in the
1: Revolutionary War. He got All shot right. and killed. He didn't like fight for the Revolutionary War and do anything to save. Where like. Caused the revolution, but yeah, you know, he put one in, he, he, he took one for the team.
0: Oh yeah. Epic, epic night. Wouldn't, wouldn't change a second of it. Uh, you know, shout out to the, to the Bogoch brawlers that are out there. Good times boys. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's, um, that was it. We wanted to uh, sprinkle a little uh, Baldwin history lesson, walk down memory lane uh, for the listeners at home and for, uh, for the, for Mike and Brian out there. So uh, anything else, Big Cat, before we, uh, before we wrap? No, nah, man. This was
1: cool. This was nice doing it from, um, from the Kentucky Derby all the way through. I'm, I'm glad after being a longtime listener to be a part of the, be a part of the uh, Free Oakley team. Uh, but I, I, I got a request. I, I do think that if the Mets, when the Mets make the playoffs, I want to be the Game 3 guy. I want each, each of the Mets series, you bring on Game 3 guy. Okay. You know, and uh, Game 3 Guy is going to, like, provide different sort of insight into things.
0: G- G3G, Game 3 Guy. We'll book it right guy. now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. right. So, you know, this is something for the, uh, you know, I, I, I know that um, we're bringing a lot of joy to our listeners. And um, I just want to continue to bring that joy.
0: All right, I man. And uh we don't wanna we don't wanna wait till another Kentucky Derby to get you back on the Free Oakley show. So let's uh we'll get you back on uh around um playoff season, or if anything bounces up in between, GTG we'll we'll, uh, we'll get we'll get you involved. But look forward to the GTG time, man. Uh all right everybody, thanks for uh tuning in. Good luck out there. Daniela,
1: you said all those things I wouldn't have dared. I've hung on every word I swear I could have been Easier on you Daniela. I spent all those nights just thinking of